0: To Evolve Mind, Body and Soul Podcast, where we are mindful on our journey, living in our purpose with an appetite for success. I'm your host, Shacoma. I have a special guest with me in the building, Terry Dumfer. Hey, 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 how you doing? I'm doing amazing. How are you, hon? All is well. All is well. Awesome. Awesome. Terry, tell us what you got going on with yourself. You got so much going on. Just give just to give the guests. Some, some brief information about
1: what you got going on. I mean, you know, I like to consider myself a community activist. Um, since the last time we spoke, um, I was appointed the president of my local chapter at NAACP, And then I um, also self-published a book. So in the last 30 days, we've been really busy. We've been out here grinding. I love it, yeah, I love it. The book is called Sagas of the Pharaoh King's Chain," for sure. Co-authored that with uh, a guy named Cordell Coleman. So, uh, also, side note, my son did a cover art on that book, so you know we out here. It's a family affair, man. Can't forget about that.
0: Okay, okay. So, you're a community mm-hmm. advocate. You, from what, the last conversation we had, I know that you told me that you um, became the president of the NAACP for your community. You're from uh, K- uh, Kentucky, right?
1: Right. I'm <laughs> from Paris, Kentucky. Okay. Um, Small town, USA. Um, I started a community activist because I was not always a positive influence in my community. So um, I found myself in a little bit of trouble. I was in federal prison and at that time I wanted to make a positive change in my life. So I created a nonprofit organization called The Voyage Movement. We wanted to use that for our community in order to be able to impact our community in a positive way. So um, when I got out in 2016, started at, uh, our summer camps at the park, me, myself, uh, Richard, and uh, we just really uh, prided ourselves on making sure everything was free. You know, when I was younger, I wasn't able to do a lot of things because we didn't have the money. Exactly. So my organization, I wanted to make sure that was one of the main things that we
0: actually focused on. That's amazing, that's amazing. So what's the website about? You, got, you know, you got a website going on, you tell me about some things that you got with the website, which is, I think it's just... Oh uh, yeah,
1: this year we launched, um, Voyage Movement Black Exchange, that's www.tvmbe. And I mean, really what we wanted to do was we wanted to create platforms where people, that's entrepreneurs, they may not know how to get a website started, they may have a product or service that they want to present to the world. We created that platform for them. So you can go on the website, you can upload your products and services and you can sell them on the site. We we actually got uh, products and services on there for sale as well. Awesome. So, you know, y'all go check out the website.
0: And can you give our guests like the
1: website? Can you tell them about the oh, once website, again, and the link? Yeah, it's www.tvmbe.com. The Voyage Movement Black Exchange. Um, so, you know, like I said, one thing about our community, a lot of people they complain about um, the dollar not circulating in our community for a long time. Okay. You know, I think they say it stays in our community six hours. Exactly. So
0: before it goes out Mm -hmm. but
1: the only reason why it does it because we have nothing for you to spend the money on so how is the dollar going to stay in our community if you don't have nothing to spend it on so things like you know the voyage movement black exchange even though it's a virtual site it still allows the dollar to stay in our community because our community is not the brick and mortar it's the people so you know it allows the dollar to stay in the community for longer than six
0: dollars so with, i mean, and that's that's definitely like you said correct with all that transpiring in your life is that how you got into the position with the president being the NAACP how did you well yeah, that was how crazy. did you get that role yeah because that's a I, that's a major role when i talk with you i think you were actually just like it's just been so much going on let me just go back it's been so much going on it's beyond the book like you were just a powerful person, a person, I'm sorry. You got so much going on. So besides the book, when you told me you became the president of the NAACP within your community, I mean, just the impact on these children, the website, you're putting people on your platform, which is really giving back to your community. A lot of people don't believe in giving back. I'm a huge fan of giving back to your community, Promoting, like you said, you're, you're just the children, of your, I mean, promoting your, your information out to the world So they actually can see who you are and market you and we can market other people Because right. if we don't bring our dollars together and make something happen, it's like, like you said, it's leaving our community right. So you like had so much going on. So I just want to kind of talk about
1: yeah, You becoming well, like
0: the president of the NAACP with your community All
1: right, well I was already, like, the voice movement, once we launched it, we four years, five summers in, so we have a, pop, a major uh, influence in our community. So a lot of the community leaders, <clears throat> they reached out, and they wanted to reorganize, because it was once an NAACP in my community, okay. but it kind of faded. So they reached out to me, and they was like, why don't you help us reorganize and reestablish the NAACP in our community? So I was like, okay, cool. Hmm. So we needed 50 members in order to be reestablished. So what we did was we all came together and we had those 50 members sign up and pay their dues. So now, in order to be a, a chapter, you have to have three offices. You have to have at least a president, a treasurer, and a secretary. So as we was doing our Zoom calls and our meetings, you know, we was asking people to step up. Who wanted to be president? Who wanted to be treasurer? Who wanted to be secretary? So um, a lot of the older people they wanted the younger people to step up and take charge. Exactly. So somebody had nominated me as president to be president and then the body agreed. So that's how it came about. I didn't see it coming because I was a guy who used to be one of the neighborhood terrorists, so to speak. So to see yourself turn your life around and then be able to be acknowledged for good yes. and then to continue to grow. Because one of your things in your podcast, you say living your purpose. Yes. I so love just it. a couple of days ago I started posting living
0: in your purpose and your blessings with service.
1: Yes. Cuz they start oh, that's with service,
0: deep. you know what I mean? So That's even that's one of my that's one of my belief systems like law of attraction. Right. Law of attraction is big. It, it can happen in multiple ways. Giving back to charity, like you said, signing up to become this president because at the end of the day you're giving back to your community. Right. So like you said, you're living in your purpose and I feel like if more of us just actually stood up to become leaders, we can really change, we can change the shift. Like, you know, it's it's really, it's, it's, it's powerful, it's happening. We got a little bit going on with the Black Lives Matter. I've been seeing a lot of people stand up and really own up to it. Leadership. You know what I'm saying? Take these positions. Take on these positions. Because that's a big, that's a huge position. That's major, dude. Like, that's huge. Yeah, my
1: mom was like, what are you
0: doing? You <laughs> ain't got too
1: much going on. Like, are you yeah. sure you got enough time? I'm like, I got to make time. Mm-hmm. Like, they, they appoint me the president. I'm the president. Yeah, like, you taking was, the ownership. What's beautiful about that, that's one of my nicknames that I had in the streets. Prayers. Like, <laughs> they used to call me the ghetto president. <laughs> so now I'm the actual president. <laughs> exactly. So I've always been the president. You know what I mean? That's the oh, I'm not saying, I'm not practice, stuff, I'm saying that no, yeah. true leaders, they always find themselves in them seats. Yeah. You know what I mean? We try to grow leaders as well. And we do that by demonstration. We're not telling you how to be a leader. We're going to show you. So that's a lot of what we do in our movement and our organization.
0: Yeah. And everything I feel like is on this journey, as like I always say, it's a journey. It's your destiny. It, right. Like you said, you, y'all, they was calling you prayers when you was a kid, not even knowing they was already manifested in your life. And so what happens is you you take ownership. Eventually, it just everything just falls into purpose. Yes. So that's exactly what it is. It's about just actually walking this journey, you know, and actually taking advantage of your destiny because it was already it was it was already in the book for you. Right. You know, I could, I, I could when I came across you, just the conversation we had yeah. was so like it was just real. It was just like your the energy, your whole aura. Like we talked on the phone for like an hour and a half, two hours. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Like before we even met. Like, this is our first time actually meeting in person. But before we even met, we talked on the phone. So, I mean, your energy was amazing. So, I'm not even surprised when we we discussed the podcast and you told me that you had something else going on and you added that to your list. And I was like, you know what, that's amazing. I know that people are, when people really walk in their journey and they really, really bring out the best in them, like you said. And just not be scared to take ownership. Take leadership because a lot of people, they don't take advantage of roles. It's like they're going to fall back. So if everybody just falling back, how are we go- how are we going to change our community? Right. If nobody's taking ownership, nobody's taking leadership, how are we going to change our community? Right. You know. And
1: shout then, out, and- shout out to Kim. You know, my stepmother for making the connection. She played momager right there and made the connection. And what you said about taking ownership—that's why I love watching my little sister Carrington. she—you did an interview with her, and she continued to inspire me. You know, and this is my little sister. But the way she goes so hard and what she's about, like, if y'all haven't watched that interview, then go back and listen to that interview, that podcast. That's my little sister, Candy, man. She's been blazing the trail, too. So I'm, you know, picking up off that energy. What she's giving me, I'm learning from her, and I'm learning really to tap into that passion. She has a passion for what she's
0: doing. She does. So,
1: you know, my family, we yeah, out here making moves, and I'm proud of her. I'm proud of my sisters and my, and my brothers.
0: I'm definitely proud. And I'm honored to actually have the platform to put you on my platform. You know, I'm actually honored. You're welcome. I'm actually honored because it's leaders. And that's what my podcast is about, taking ownership, being a leader, walking in your journey, living in your purpose. So it I'm just honored to have you here. Now, this amazing book. This amazing book. Terry, this book is, dude, this book is everything.
1: Look at it. My son, you know, I had to guide him. You know, I had to let him go. Flashy. We just need some real sleek. That's like a the book is like one of them coffee table type. You can just sit it on the coffee table. It's amazing. Dude,
0: like
1: it's, I mean, did, I'm, that's how we wanted to design it. We get yeah, the book. The
0: long graphics. Time
1: I'm proud of that. Design. Design how
0: long have you been a writer? How long have you been writing?
1: um You know, I used to write when I was uh, in high school. I used to write poetry. You know, I used to. I actually tried to write a book when I was in high school. It was called like. I was <laughs> something crazy. But I the crazy thing about being a writer, I used to hate writing.
0: Yeah.
1: And a lot of y'all, listen to this though, because a lot of the, your gifts, you probably shunning it right now. So when I, like I used to not even like write my name on my papers in high school, like I just just scribble. But it was because it was my gift. You know, somebody was trying to choke that out for me and to try to deter me from writing. But I've been writing since high school. You know, I, I, write, I used to write music. I still write music. I write songs for people. So, you know, um, back to all my life, I've been, I've been a writer. That's, wow, that's amazing. I love uh,
0: it. And the name of the book, and uh, give us a little, right, so or just a little book, demonstration about it, you know, just.
1: All right, the book is called The Sagas of the Pharaoh King's Chamber, right? So the book is set up, as, every book is going to be 10 chapters. So the sagas mean it's a continuation. So me and uh, Marceli Cordell-Como, when I was in federal prison, uh, we both, both of our sons, they were, uh, they were, you know, preteen, and we was locked up in prison. So what we wanted to do was, we wanted to create a superhero type character to be a role model for them, and we wanted to make him look like them, and then we wanted to uh, infuse some, uh, you know, egyptology, so to speak, just some lessons, because. Um, Everybody knows this—the cover. That King Mass is famous. Like a lot of people know it. They may not know what it is, but they know. They see it. They've seen it before. So, uh, you know, we set out to write this book. So what we did was, um, you know, um, basically it's, a, it's about a kid named Benjamin Banner. He's 12 years old, growing up in DC. Shout out to DC. Yeah, shout out to DC. You know, what's up, Slim? To all my DC guys. But look. Uh, his father gifts him with the first computer ever made in the solar power. I don't want to give y'all set setup. So it's a solar powered computer, so he has to go and put it in the window to actually, um, for it to work. So when he comes back after about an hour or two, the, the computer's blinking. What ends up happening is this computer is a portal to the 18th dynasty of the king, to a chamber. So what he ends up doing is getting sucked into the king, uh, the 18th dynasty, he goes into the king's chamber he finds the mask. Now he thinks it's a Halloween mask. And when he puts it on, he morphs it to this pharaoh and he has to pass the seven levels of the Egyptian mystery schools, which are rooted in uh, morals, in order to become the pharaoh. So, you know, it's just a little small brief
0: ah, explanation man. about the book. Describe a little bit more about the character in the book. Was he inspired from just, for example, yourself? Was he inspired from a, a childhood friend? Like, cause you know how sometimes right. people, when they write, it's usually the character is kind of like a, a um, you know, it's, it, they kind of like have somebody in mind when they write the characters. what I'm saying. Yeah. So is the character in your book, was it, how did you come up with this character? Like, how did you? Well,
1: all, the name's the only purpose thing we structure the character around. Benjamin Banneker, and if a lot of y'all don't know your black history, and uh Google Benjamin Banneker. He's a great architect. He designed Washington, D.C., whether or not they give him credit for it or not. That's the truth, right? So we wanted to give him a, you know, give him a name where people, if they actually looked it up, they know it's symbolic and it has significance. So um, Benjamin, you know, what we actually did when we wrote the book, like Cordell, he started it off. So he wrote, Couple of pages. When he would get right, his block, he would pass the book over to me, and I would read what he wrote and I'll pick up. So the book happened so organically that we just passed it back and forth. So it was no, all right, we're going to create this character and this is his uh, personality. He just wrote it, and then when I started, I would write more, and then we would just go back and forth, and that's how the book was birthed. That's why it's not called uh, written by, it's called created by. Like we put created by because he was created, he was a creation. Like we just went back and forth over the course of about two months, and the book, you know, was done.
0: And that's how you know when, when something is actually for you, it's for you. It wasn't, you know, you got some people that's writers. I mean, they plan to be a writer their whole life, right? And they actually study this, take classes for it, and never publish a book, right? Never even it never even leaves it off the shelves, you know, off their computer, shall I say? They never right. publish a book, and this was something that you had no. You had no vision to even write a book. Exactly. And it just, it's just like fell in your lap, you know? Yeah. So I tell all the viewers out here, that's just one of the things I tell people. Like the reason why we share our stories on this platform is to let people know anything is possible. Anything is possible. And the thing is when you connect with the right people in your circle, right. the right people in your circle can produce amazing results. Like it's, it's that connection. You, you, you understand what I'm saying?
1: I agree. And one thing I'm going to say about that too, is until I took ownership of just learning how to do it myself and not learning, because this book wouldn't even be published right now if I was waiting on some people. Because I, I was waiting on some people to actually help me publish the book. When I stopped waiting on them people and I said, look, I'm going to get online, I'm going to learn how to publish the book, I'm going to get my son to do the cover, I'm going to find out how to get a barcode, I'm going to find out how to get an ISBN, I'm going to find me an editor. That's how it materialized in the flesh. But had, it not, had I not took ownership of that, and, that's, and I'm gonna tell y'all like this too, a lot of us are not achieving our goals and our dreams because we're waiting on somebody else. Speak it. Quit waiting on people, do it yourself. Speak it. Or you will never achieve your goal because you're waiting on someone else to help you achieve your mission, your goal, your dream. It's yours, you gotta do it. And I, I'm only saying that because I'm passionate about that because I, I realized in the last 90 days, when I took ownership of myself and stopped blaming people like, well, you're supposed to do this for me, you're supposed to do that for me. This is why it didn't happen. Things start happening. Mm-hmm. So anybody out there that got dreams, goals, ambitions, and you feel like you're not breaking through it's because whoever it is that you think is supposed to help you, they actually hurt you. Yeah, who you waiting on. that person and do it yourself. We in the information age. Ain't nothing you can't learn the click of a, a button on these computers and on your phones.
0: Yeah, yeah. I definitely believe, like you said, I believe in clearing out that circle of negative energy. Yeah. People who, a lot of people, they don't even have their own journey. I mean, they're not even on their own, their, their the correct path. So how do you expect them to direct your your movie? I tell people, you wait on somebody that don't even understand what they are supposed to be in life. Yeah. So you wait on somebody that's just like, it's for what? This is your journey. This is your destiny that you're on. I tell people, like you said, take initiative, follow your dreams, believe anything is possible, and it, it definitely will happen. Right.
1: Don't take financial advice from a broke man. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to be broke, man.
0: Yeah, yeah. So have you got, like, um, a lot of feedback on your book so far?
1: Yeah, um, the thing about the book, it, it kind of it throws people off. Because when we wrote it, like I said, we wrote it with the kids in mind. But what i realized, and what I've noticed, and I noticed this when we was on the yard, because we had our uh, manuscript, and we was letting people read it. But when older people read this book, they appreciate it because of the gems of knowledge that's in it. Like I said, the seven levels of the Egyptian uh, mystery schools is rooted in virtues. So in order for Benjamin to go and pass a level, he has to overcome, like, courage. He has to go through some in his life to, to gain courage. And then in order for him to pass another level, he has to, know exercise patience Mm -hmm. and humility so when the older people read it they're like hey this is actually a good book like it ain't just no kids book it's for everybody it's for everybody so yeah that's one thing I'm proud of too the fact that we was able to make it something that's universal for everybody
0: and, I, and just so far from what I kind of like skimmed through, because he's going to actually give me my own copy. But, but
1: That's what, it right there. Yeah,
0: see, I got my own copy. But what I skimmed through is, what I've realized is, like you said, it's definitely for everyone, but at the end of the day, that character helps build, the, the whole, the mask, shall I say, the mm-hmm. mask that he has to put on helps build his character.
1: Yeah, right, and when you read it, it's going to help build your character That's too. That's
0: exactly what I was and thinking.
1: Because you're going to see yourself in Benjamin, or you know, we got a few other characters in there, but when you see, you know the way that the lessons were presented. You're gonna be like, let maybe you know, I need to. Be. Some things hold me back. Mm-hmm. I need to display some courage in this situation in my life. So it's, it's applicable. Yeah. And you know, those those lessons are applicable all across the board for anybody going through whatever it is they're going through.
0: Because yeah, you got older people that that have not took charge of their destiny because they were held back by so much. And so, like you said, this book is inspired to change everyone's life. It's no, it's no age in growth. I tell people that. There's right. no age in growth. I know people that's that's, that's late 40s, 50, just opening up their first business. So there's no age in growth. But how you take advantage of it and how you start it is to build character. Exactly. It's to challenge your innermost fearful. You know what I'm saying? Whatever you fear, you gotta challenge it. Like you, you said, the fear. you gotta yeah. overcome. It. Exactly. Situation. So when you, yeah, it's an illusion. Exactly. And that's what fear is. You know. So. The book is amazing. I'm, um, I'm excited to have my own copy. I'm excited to have my own copy. I really am. Um, and you got a couple other things. If you want to share, put just put out here your information to the, the public and let people know what you got going on. Right. The website. What's your What's your upcoming events you got going on? Like you got so much that you're dealing with right now. Just give us some like insight on what you got coming up. What's your future? My, um,
1: you, you spoke earlier about Black Lives Matter and, and a lot of that stuff that. People are not stepping up, things like that. And I feel like it's a very important platform to speak about the consciousness or the, or the the raising of consciousness of the people right now. Everybody is conscious of what's going on, not only with our people, but just with everything that's going on around. So, you know, with us and what we're doing right now, like we actually right now, me, my main man, uh, Reddy, this right here with me out of New York, we actually going on a city to city campaign right now for unity in the community. You know what I'm saying? And you know, we just came from LA Vegas, we in the Bay Area right now, we're going to Chicago, we're going to be hitting all the major cities because, you know, for us as a people, we got to stop complaining about our issues. We got to start taking accountability and responsibility. Like long are the days of all, we understand some of the oppression that's going on. We're not knocking none of that, but it ain't nothing we can't overcome as a people. We the great people. Like look around at the stuff we built, look around at the stuff the are true contributions to the world. Nobody can deny, you know, the things that we've given to the world. Yeah. So we gotta get back to that. You know what I mean? This starts with understanding who you are as a person, understanding who you are as a people. As and a people, you know, as a like home. they say, love is a mother of virtue, so we gotta start loving each other more. And you know, I wanna um, just just talk about the education part, because for us. All y'all out here, if you don't really know about yourself, you don't got no uh, no true sense of black history, I'm going to give y'all one one plug. Y'all go check out a series called Hidden Colors. It's a five-part series.
0: I've checked that out. Yeah. If
1: y'all have not watched Hidden Colors as a black man, a woman, a child, then it's a lot of information that you're not going to be privy to about yourself. And I would almost go out and say you don't even know yourself yet. So go get hidden colors, all five uh, volumes of that. You know, look within yourself, understand. You know, you know who you are as a person. Start learning who you are. Do yourself checks every day. Do yourself analysis. You know what I mean? That's what I would want to say as far as that because that's what we building on now. You know, we build our communities. You know what I mean? Right now, uh, in my community, we actually put our own money into our community to rebuild our community. So I bought a, piece, a few pieces of land, we're gonna put a black owned grocery store, you know, we're gonna do a community garden, we're gonna put a vocational school there, and we're gonna put a healthcare center. And all of our neighborhoods should have this in their neighborhood. But that goes back to one of our initiatives, the $1 initiative for uh, the Voyage Movement 2020 Vision for Black America. We're trying to get all our people to use group economics in order to rebuild our communities. You know what I mean? So, those are the things we doing, but we're putting our money where our mouth is first, and we're going to rebuild our, my community as, like, the, the model city. And then we're going to come to a hood and then you and build up your community.
0: So, if you had any advice that you could give our viewers as far as, you got a lot of people, like you said, a lot of people have these thoughts, they think about it, they want to really make change in their community. They really want to, but they have no clue how to do it. They don't know how to start. Of course, like you said, first you gotta definitely make that decision to know that it's within you. You just gotta come forward. But like you got a lot going on. How did you how did you what kind of advice could you give to the people that are trying to start? It's just generation that's just trying to start changing their community. What, what would you what would you encourage them to do? Like how could they just actually just start or just take that initiative to even just, you know start in their community? Just in, just it just start small. Change starts right. small. I don't have to be a huge, you know major change, but change starts in your community, something small, right. you know, and you definitely so, accomplished that.
1: Right. Well, you, you know, like you said, community, community is two words, common unity. Love it. You find the people that have, you got some common in, y'all unify around those things. And if it's only you, then you push out on your own because one man can change the world and you can definitely change your neighborhood. But first you got to have a made up mind right. and you got to be a righteous individual. Like you got to be striving to be a better person. Like, you can't have money as your motivation or thing. You gotta just have the fact that you wanna, you know, what they say, peace on earth, goodwill to men. You gotta just have a a righteous cause. You know, and you gotta be, you know, striving to be better. So, once you do yourself analysis, you figure out, okay, man, this is what I need to do for myself and my community. Because your community can just be your family. You know, you don't have to be a whole neighborhood. Your community can be just this one little kid. You know what I mean? That's in your neighborhood that you know lost a father or a mother or don't have anybody. You start there. Start small, like you said. Start with one kid, two kids, or start with one adult, two adults, whoever it is that you feel like uh, your message relates to, and then you you have an impact. And you know, be thankful for those small, you know, impacts that you have, like because I may influence a thousand, you only influence ten. Those ten are probably more important than my thousand. See what I'm saying? So don't think that you know less. It's less. Less could be more.
0: Less could be more. That's powerful. That's powerful. That message is. I hope everyone who is listening or tuning in, take these words, sit down with yourself, and really, honestly, help change your community. We need it. This is definitely the time to get out here and to really focus on us coming together as in unity. You know, Black Lives Matter shouldn't have had, it shouldn't be a point to where we had to get to this point. You know what I'm saying? That shouldn't have been the focus point for us to get here to make things change. But sometimes things have to go there, but that shouldn't have been our focus point. You know, this whole Black Lives Matter, we should have been changed in our community. But, you know, it's like when you really look up and you see exactly how or where we're at at in life, it opens your eyes. It makes you feel like I need to be doing more. I need to be giving back more. You know, what can I do? Like you said, definitely starting is the first thing, making up your mind and having that mindset. Because like you said, a lot of people, they're in that mindset and it's in this, things don't change your money. Money don't change it. Money don't make it happen. It starts within your mind. Because I've seen millions of people get out here and make change, and these people I know, they work in a basic job. Mm-hmm. I know some people that's working at the local YMCA that's out here giving back to their community, helping, you know, and, and, and making a change. Just It just right. starts with the little. But I, like you said, just changing your surroundings, mm-hmm. changing your mindset, that's a powerful message. I'm excited to have you on this platform. Yeah, I'm excited. Can you share with them your website again so people can go to the website and tell us how they can purchase the book as well? Okay. Will it be for sale? You know. Right.
1: Book is, the e book is on all platforms. I mean, Amazon, it's on Barnes and Noble, it's on all platforms. But the hard copy you can get on the website is www.tvmbe. That's the voice movement black Y'all can get the book on the site, y'all can get our, our t shirts. We're all in the same game t shirts. as other people have products on there. I know a sister just uploaded uh, Eden Best, she got a Know on there. My little cousin got prayer usual hats on there that uh, it's, it's product on there, man. So there's people up there uploading. Uh, They're not on there yet, but it's people up there up, they upload their products and services. And I, I, hope that you're one of them people. Go on the site, look at it, upload your product, and you know, make you some money.
0: You know what that's called? It's called a platform. Right. Yes. It's called a platform. That's when you're making change in your in your community, and you actually put people on your platform. You're not selfish. You're making change, and you're giving back to your community. So I'm I'm, I'm honored to have you. I, I, I'm, I'm just. Thank Appreciate you, it. thank you. So you guys, you can check us out. I'm on 12, 13 different platforms from Spotify to Apple, Google, uh, iTunes. You can check us out um, on the, just on any of those. Pretty much live podcast sites and whatnot. I'm excited. Again, I'm your host, Shakoma. Got my special guest, Terry. Want to yes. say good night to everyone in the building, and we thank you for coming out. We thank you for listening. We just thank you. Yes.
1: Peace and love to the family.